Hey, Vikings fans, number 96, Brian Robinson is bringing NYC's cheesiest food stand to U.S. Bank Stadium. Visit Mack Truck Mac and Cheese on Minnesota Vikings game days for a new game time snack. Especially, you know, seeing the C on my jersey, the jersey I took home that they didn't even watch, just took straight home. <laughs> nice. I love <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, it's definitely surreal, you know, but uh, definitely feels good knowing my teammates, you know, think that much of me. I have a question, though, on your goal board. Did you have I will block a punt before any of the games? Every game. Every game. <laughs> Every game. When the moment came, like, it was like second nature. Like, I didn't even flinch. You're now listening to a playoff edition of the Minnesota Vikings podcast. The Vikings ended the 2022 regular season 13-4 and in Kevin O'Connell's first season. I'm Tatum Everett along with Gabe Henderson and Jay Nelson here inside TCO Radio Studio. We've also got our producer Eric Davidson rounding out the crew later on in the pod. We have newly elected team captain Josh Metellus, which was, I feel like, guys news that kind of flew under the radar this weekend. Yeah, I heard the... Um post-game locker room sound with Kevin O'Connell. And he, uh, like, I guess gave Josh Metellus a game ball. I was like, oh, and the guy with the with the C on his chest for the first time, Josh Metellus. And I'm like, hold on, wait, what? What are yeah. we talking about yeah. here? But uh, he he deserves it. If you've watched his, his play this year, he, sure. he deserves that, that C, even if it's for special teams. I mean, two block punts, back-to-back weeks. Um, glad to have him on today. And I think the thing for Josh is he's a guy that definitely has earned it and that he's done the – not so sexy things to have to get there. And I, I think that's where guys really appreciate that. And, you know, the story, at least uh, that I've heard, was uh, Brian O'Neill when he went down, they were kind of went to him to say, Are you okay if we do something like this? And kind of threw out the nomination of Josh as well. So I think it's just cool. I think the locker room, it's a real fun, galvanizing thing to be able to show that, hey, hard work pays off and that everyone recognizes it. And to have your teammates and coaches celebrate that, I think is really cool. Yeah, definitely. We can't wait to catch up with him. Uh, Sunday's game ended really the way that it should have in the first two score wins since the season opener, which is just insane to say. Start book end there, the, yeah, bookend oh, the, the regular season. There right? you go. Right. But uh, let's take a moment before we start talking about the playoffs to highlight this week's play of the week. The 3M play of the week from the field to the roof and everywhere in between. 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings, is here. Visit vikings.com backslash school science to learn more. And this one is coming to us from the man who got a game ball as well and some revenge on Sunday. Duke Shelley with his first interception of his NFL career against his former team. Fourth and 10 from the Bears 24. They're going for it. Boyle, Claypool, intercepted by Duke Shelley, the former Bear, which means the Duke, the Duke, the Duke is on fire. He was also our, we call them bus interviews, you know, when they're leaving, we get the interview with them on the side. He was the bus interview this week, and rightfully so. I think, you know, he didn't have any family in the stands wow. this time, Crap. but he says he's bringing 16 people to the playoff game on Sunday, which is pretty pretty cool. But to think of where he came from being signed in September onto the practice squad to now playing in a playoff game, his first career interception all here. I mean, this is a guy who's really earned what he's got. Yeah, Duke, I think the best part about it for him was early on there was a lot of uh, questioning and criticism at times with his play and just kind of wondering like, hey, is, you know, is this guy going to fit in? Is Are we going to be able to make this work? And Duke now has gotten to a point where he is so ridiculously li- reliable that I think defensively they lean on him a ton outside of Patrick Peterson. You know, 
kind of the idea if you're a quarterback, you're going to look at a Patrick Peterson and say, I don't really want to have to throw to that side of the field. So a guy like Duke is going to get some work. And, and you've just you've seen certain games, uh, especially like Buffalo comes to mind a little bit for me with him. But this game with Chicago, the the deal about that one was just with him being able to make that play on the ball, get the get the pick, and really, again, have everyone celebrate yeah. with him, including Patrick Peterson. <laughs> with his run, jacket on. Exactly, with the jacket on, coming off the sideline, just running down the field with him. Like Those are the things that you love to see is when the veterans get as excited as some of these other guys You know when they make those kind of plays. And Pat Pete actually said after the game in his press conference and then a little later that he, he called – he told Duke, he's like, you're getting a pick today. That's awesome. And he said at the halftime, Duke said he went up to him and was like, you know, this is it. This is your half. You're going to get it. It's going to happen for you. And whether or not it's P2's belief in revenge, it really did work out for him. I mean, revenge tours for our players have, have gone, I wouldn't say as scripted, but almost as close to the scripted as possible. And um, I was just thinking about the P2 closer shirts yeah. uh, that he put on his website after the Buffalo Bills game when he picked off um, Josh Allen in overtime. And I'm like, should we rebrand that with Duke Shelley's picture on that and <laughs> yeah. just call Duke Shelley the closer? But uh, you, you got you to gotta be happy for a guy like Duke and his story and uh, just understanding that he's worked so hard to get to, get to this point. Uh, people are still doubting him, which clearly results in quarterbacks throwing his way. Yeah, keep doubting. Um, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and – I mean, whether that's interceptions or pass deflections, um, it's been really promising to see uh, our secondary unit, just our defensive backs, um, play at the level that they've been playing at these past couple of weeks. I mean, if you think back to uh, this offseason, that was the biggest question mark. So um, the fact that they finished strong and hopefully – built some confidence going into the playoffs, we could use any and all of that. I love the idea, too, like the whole closer shirt. Yeah. You could do that just for the entire secondary. Just, <laughs> Ooh, that'd that'd, be, be, that'd be kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. Just call them the closers, you know, oh, just nice. because that – think about how many times we've had we've had uh, uh, plays. Well, like Cam Dansler Cam ripping Dansler, the ball yeah, out on the, the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are a lot of moments where you get to the back end of a game and need a play, and we've had some sort of turnover coming from that group. That'd be kind of fun to – Brand them that way. Man, we might need to like come up with some content idea, like with making a closers video with all their moments like that. Man, hopefully we can do it after uh, February whatever. There 12th. you go. Yeah, February twelfth. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, that'll be that'll be the ultimate closer. I'm there in on you that go. One. Oh, right, the ultimate closer. Well, speaking of the, the quest to get to the Super Bowl, does start this weekend. The Vikings are the three seed in the NFC side of the playoffs and host New York. On Sunday, the Giants kickoff is set for 3.30 on Fox with their A-team, Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews, and Tom Rinaldi. Gabe, how would you describe the state of this team heading into their first round of the playoffs? Confident. Yeah. You finally win a game by double digits, and you do it against a team that you're supposed to do it to. So I think the confidence is at an all-time high. The fact that I was really watching Ole Udo, yeah. Um, the right tackle who is probably going to replace Brian O'Neill uh, going into the playoffs. Just seeing how he played, uh, I think his confidence was built a lot. Didn't give up a sack. Uh, yeah, you know, you're, you're going to get your hurries here and there, but I think everything starts with our offensive line. And if our offensive line has confidence, our entire team has confidence. So uh, going into this game, I think we are very, very happy and excited about what's to come uh, in the coming weeks. I think the Chicago game was extremely important because there were certain players on the offensive line, especially that needed to get those reps to kind of gel. Offensive line is so predicated on understanding what everybody's doing simultaneously and how they function. And so to see them do what they did is great. I just, 
you think about what happened in that first game against New York and kind of that pass rush that's just Kayvon Thibodeau and then the boys walking in the mm. door mm. And, and wreaking some havoc, and that's going to be another thing I think Andre Patterson's going to want to dial up going into this next game against the Giants. But to see everyone within this team and be able to kind of work it, whether it was the first half with the majority, a lot of the starters on the field, second half, kind of the you know quote-unquote backups coming in and getting some more run, to me, that just feels like if something were to happen, especially in crunch time now in the playoffs, you have people that have had some action. They're not going to be rusty walking out there. They're going to know what they're supposed to do. And I think as a coach, that's got to be confidence building for your squad to know that you feel like you can plug and play guys no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah the message I think after the game was like 13-4 and four is great, but now this whole entire new season begins. And so you can kind of, as nice as the identity of this team has been, you know, obviously getting 13 wins is no easy feat in the NFL, but now you have a chance to become a new version of yourselves and a better version of yourselves. And that kind of, I think, was the sentiment afterwards, for sure. You want to be playing your best football this right. time of year. And if you walk around the building, you you hear certain people saying, or you feel the energy around TCOPC, everyone is talking about it's a new season. And the fact that we're playing, I would say, probably put probably put our most complete game of football together uh, again, and, and Sunday at Chicago. So if if we continue that trend, this game, no game is going to be easy because you want to get everybody's best shot. But this this game should definitely go in our favor if both teams play their best ball on Sunday at, at 3.30. And stopping Saquon. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's also yeah. – it, it's difficult because think about the fact that this organization, this is only the third time in this organization's history we've had 13 wins in a regular season. It's crazy. It's the first time. Just thinking back, how many years it's been around? That is absolutely insane. Yeah, 17 it's, it, was it's the, last the first one, time right? since seventeen, yeah. and then prior to that was the 98, 15 and one season. Crazy. So, and I know there's an extra game and everything, but still, and there's a ton of twelve one seasons. But as somebody who champions his team and really loves his team, you want to be able to celebrate that, but you don't have time to. You have to understand that the old Patriots mentality of, yeah, we just got through the regular season. That doesn't matter. Now is the season we care about. Yep. That's kind of where you're at. Is it's a Week-to-week basis, you have to focus and you have to win, or the following Monday you are going to be uh, cleaning out your lockers and that's the end of the season and there's going to be this kind of sour taste in your mouth of all that goodwill and everything that we did for the season might have gone for naught. And and so the hope is that given kind of the battle-tested nature of this roster at this point, that everyone understands, especially with the veteran leadership who's been there, what this really means because it is a different level. It is absolutely a different level. People who are going to be lucky enough to go to the game on Sunday at 3.30 are going to feel it in that building. It is uh, 2017 was bananas. Prior to that, every home game that we have, this place goes nuts. And there is a fun little quote that uh, one of the Giants players said after the last game saying he thought it was going to be louder, but they're Midwesterners and they don't really, uh, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, they're too passive and too nice. Yeah. I so really not- hope you guys plan on using that this week. Uh, maybe. And so, um, you know, things like that. I just I, I feel like that building on Sunday is going to be electric. I am so excited for it. And the players know it. The, the fans know it. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And the biggest thing is trying to keep that energy up because, yeah, there's been questions and doubts on this team throughout the season. And now is the time to put up or shut up and change that narrative yeah. of, you know, oh, can they do it in a big spot? You got to do it now. Now now is go time, and, and I'm looking forward to being there on Sunday. Well, the the last time we played the Giants, it felt like a playoff game, right? It was white out. Um, I remember Saquon Barkley this week said, yeah, he hasn't played in the playoff game before, but playing in Minnesota a couple of weeks ago during that whiteout was a playoff experience. 
um, thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, that's not even close to what Sunday is going to be like. You have no idea then what, what is yeah. about to happen. Right. And, and it's it's exciting. Yeah. It, this is you want this feeling every year as an organization. Yeah. And I know that <sighs> schedules already come out for next year and it's going to be ridiculously difficult and everything. But we got to finish the season the right way. And, and uh, Sunday is going to be a different level. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, so the Vikings are on Sunday. Obviously, there will be some games on Saturday this weekend. And one of those is that 49ers-Seahawks game. And that's something that I think a lot of people in Minnesota will be keeping close eyes on. Um, Obviously, San Francisco coming in on an insane win streak and the Seahawks barely getting in should be making up for an interesting matchup. However, I think it'll be a better game than what people are giving it credit for. And then at the end of the day, if you, knowing what happens in it, how much of a motivating factor could that be on Sunday too? Like thinking about Ooh, getting, you could potentially yeah. get a home game if right. if they have a slip up. Yeah, right, right. Well, the the deal is in uh, Pete Carroll's history against the 49ers, he is eighteen and nine, and two of those losses have come this season. From the, the Niners beat wow. the Seahawks twice this year. Yep. So prior to this year, he was 18 and seven all time against the Niners. And talking to some people that are Seahawks fans, the uh, Seahawks have kind of been the kryptonite for the Niners, even in all those good seasons that they've had. And uh, a very good friend of mine is a giant 49ers nuts, and man, he cannot stand Seattle. So <laughs> I was actually, when I, I was hoping. You know, for all or just full disclosure, I was kind of hoping uh, Green Bay might win or Detroit might win to Same. have to go play San Same. Francisco and knock them out at home. Yeah, I think the Lions would have done, but put put up a good fight against them. I think, but since the the Packers lost last year wild card round at home to the 49ers, yep. I thought it would have been a revenge game for them. So, but it's been. But repeated. I'm glad they're out. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> the Niners have been have been that team that has been given San Francisco fits for years, but for me the. The divisional matchup between Seattle and San Francisco, like as much as we're talking about, you know, blood and guts grudge match against the Giants this weekend, that one's going to be ramped up to another level. I just wish it was in Seattle instead of San Francisco. Yeah. But um, I am I am hopeful and excited. And and, you know, honestly, if if uh, Seattle does win that game, I don't know how you cannot be extra juice to walk into U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday. Stranger things have happened. Exactly. But at the same point, I am hoping that, uh, um, you know, that if the Seahawks can actually make it happen um, and we can take out the Giants, then you're, you're staring down the barrel of a Dallas or, or a Tampa at that point and hoping the Seahawks can go have some, uh, you know, bird fights with uh, Philly and Philly the following week. And I'm just looking forward oh, that would to be great. Oh, it would. It'd be great. That would be but great. you just got to get through Saturday first, see what, what happens, and then take care of business on Sunday. Yeah. I hope that the playoffs are as unpredictable as the regular season has been classic games yeah they fun, always are fun storylines i can't wait it's I the can't best wait. time of the year for football like this is i mean tatum and i were talking like i've never experienced a playoff game ever oh boy so <laughs> i know this is going to be crazy uh, but at the same time you look at the, the schedule when we were, i think like three or four weeks ago we were saying okay like we just want to get in a position where we can play the giants mm-hmm. well we got the team that we want mm-hmm. now we just got to take care of business and let the chips fall where they may be I, I i do think this game favors the vikings more than any other matchup in the playoffs so i mean be like the Bengals last year get in figure it out and go on a run yeah and that's the thing is like you can't change anything at this point right. you know that the die have been cast and you know what your roadmap is and um, given some small changes that could potentially happen depending on if there's any upsets. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, the, the formula is simple. Week to week, you have to win your game, otherwise you're going home. Yeah. And and I think that 
you know, this game against the Giants, we've seen them before. It was a nail biter. You had to have a 61 yarder in order to to get out. Um, but things have also changed on this team. Things have changed on their team. And I, honestly, I kind of feel like um, it almost is beneficial just to have known what was thrown at you before. You know, Daniel Jones. You and, just prepared for them. Yeah. But like that's, it wasn't that long ago. And that's the point. But that's the <laughs> point is yeah. they know you, you know them. Yeah. And some of those wrinkles that you had that that caught you or that you slipped up on yeah. or things that even you potentially set up in that first game. You can show those same looks in this playoff game and do something completely different and catch them off guard. The the fact that it is not a uh, an unknown foe is somebody something that I think is going to be beneficial for us this weekend. And more than anything, the fact that it's at home. Yep. That home field advantage is going to be huge because one thing that tends to happen is defensively especially – Fans do not shut up the entire game, <laughs> yeah, and it is wait. awesome. So, the there people are going to be going home horse uh, voice wise uh, <laughs> Sunday evening, hopefully in a good way. And um, I just, I it is my favorite time of year. It is my favorite thing about the NFL is the one and done scenario. Um, I love playoff hockey and that it's you know best of seven and those kind of things. You just get these epic games back and forth. Yeah, but there there truly is nothing better than one-and-done scenarios because you have to bring it every single week. Totally agree. You know, I've actually been to a few playoff games myself, but it looks like we're out of time and I can't share which ones. It's a great time to bring in our new <laughs> podcast guest for this week, Josh Metellus. Joining us now on MVP, the newest captain of the playoff-bound Minnesota Vikings, Josh Metellus, and that it feels pretty good. <laughs> kind of surreal still to hear her say that. Yeah, it, do, it does still feel surreal. Uh, thank you for having me, by the way, Tatum. Of course. But yeah, it definitely uh, feels surreal, you know, just you know, especially, you know, seeing the sea on my jersey, the jersey I took home that they didn't even watch, just took straight home. <laughs> nice. I love <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, it's definitely surreal, you know, but, uh, you know, I definitely, you know, it definitely feels good knowing my teammates, you know, think that much of me. How did you find out about the process? I mean, there was a story that mm-hmm. Brian O'Neill recommended your name after he went on IR. So uh, we had a team meeting Saturday night and casual team meeting. We have team meeting every Saturday night. Coach comes in and he starts handing out these papers and tells us that, you know, we have a captain going on IR. So we're able to promote one. And, you know, that B.O. already, he already had somebody in mind. He already made his vote. You know, the leadership committee already said that they wanted to vote instead of instead of coaches just appointing somebody. Mm-hmm. The leadership committee already said that they wanted us to vote for captain again like we did earlier mm-hmm. in a camp. And, you know, uh, I didn't find out until right at the end of that meeting until KO, uh, you wow. know, they counted up the votes right then and there. You know, while we finished, while we had our meeting, they came back and handed him the paper and he told he told the team and I was like, and that's because I sit in the front too. Like I sit the first seat in front uh-huh. of him. So you know he kept looking at me, and I'm like, "Why is he looking at me like that?" And then, <laughs> you know, I kind of got yeah, I kind of got like some intuition because you know, my heart just started pumping hella fast. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I just remember sitting in front. He's saying it, and then I'm just sitting there like, "There's no way he just said my name." Like I, I, I couldn't even stand up. That's like it crazy. took me at least like a minute or two to get my legs under myself. You know, one more time, I'm telling myself. Don't cry. Don't cry. I was like, yeah, did you get emotional? Don't cry. I cried in the room. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I got to the room, I cried. But I was like, I can't cry. You called your wife, didn't you? Yeah, I called my wife instantly. I I texted her instantly. Then I called her as soon as I got to the room. She was so happy. Yeah, it was just a real moment. You know, it still ain't even settled in. You know, people walk around and say, what's up, Cap? You know, it's just like, I'm like, oh, just chill. It's kind of surreal. (laughs) I mean, but, but you deserve it. You've had such a great month. 
the two blocked punts, one against the team coming in the mm-hmm. house, Giants, they'll be spying you the <laughs> whole entire time will. on special teams. <laughs> and then you had the one against the Packers. And then this past week you were uh, very, you know, you 43 snaps this season total. I mean, what what's changed for you? Uh, on yeah. this team this season? Uh, I I think uh, the trust in the coaches, you know, uh, the coaching staff, you know, uh, has a lot of trust in me. And, you know, and I think that's been able to help me play, you know, a lot more freely. You know, it's been, uh, this is my uh, third year in the league now too. So, you know, having those two years under my belt, you know, definitely helped me, uh, you know, see things different this year, you know, approach it different. You know, I'm figuring out what works for me. And, you know, just, you know, having a great group of leadership guys, Harrison Smith, Patrick Peterson, EK, you know, those guys on defense, you know, been grooving me along, you know, since I've been in this building, you know, it's, it's definitely paying off. And now you're preparing for your first postseason appearance in yes, the NFL. <laughs> Another great, you know, box to check off your list of of to-dos, I guess, here in the league. What do you think your emotions will be like this week? Uh, I mean, uh, hopefully I can keep my emotions down. You know, I always, I'm the type of guy, like, I always got to keep myself cool because I can get, you know, super hyped in an instant, you know, especially for games like these. So, you know, my, my, my challenge this week is to just stay calm so that way, you know, I can let it all be free on Sunday instead of blowing my fuse too early. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to stay as calm as possible. I was ready to play at 3.50 yesterday after the game. Oh, I'm so, like, I, <laughs> I, so I, I'm sure I'll be ready to go. Is just, you know, making sure I get to Sunday. Have you always been kind of a spark plug like yeah, that? Yeah, I honestly yeah. have. And I, I think that's, you know, a lot of the team, you know, uh, expects me to be that too, you know, especially on Sundays, you know, they expect me to bring energy, mm-hmm. especially, you know, uh, on the sideline, you know, when things aren't going our way. So, you know, I, I, that, that's just been my MO, you know, since I've been playing football. Uh, when did you start playing football? Uh, when I was 10. Yeah, I think uh, when I yeah. was 10 was my first year. Nine or ten, one of those two. And you got you got the same reputation back then too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. Your mom was like, "You probably have too much energy. I got to put you in <laughs> yeah, something, right?" Pro- probably. I was running track a lot too, so nice. I, I, track was my first sport. So I was burning a lot of energy there. Needed something else to counteract it. So football was the uh, next thing. My my dad really wanted me to play football, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just ever since I've been playing football, I've always been. A leader, you know, I've always been one of the guys on the team where people, I've been a leader. I mean, I've been a captain in uh, high school, captain once in college, and uh, captain now. So, wow. you know, it's definitely something, you know, I take pride in, you know, goals throughout the season always is try to be a captain, you know, this That's year. So I cool. like, literally wrote that down multiple times during camp, you know, uh, and, you know, to have that, you know, paid through this year, you know, really means something special. That's crazy. It's like the, the people, Always like recommend writing your writing it down, like mm-hmm. manifesting yeah. those kinds of things, and then board, like yep. and now it's like full circle. You have a what? A goal board. Do yep. you? My wife uh, fills it out every week. Uh, it's like certain things on there. Like I could read a couple of things. I love that. A couple of things like uh, you said, you and your wife do that. Yeah, she writes it. Uh, she helps me think of some stuff. Um, and you know, it's basically our way of manifesting stuff to happen. So like stuff on there. Like, we will win this game this week. I will be a leader. I will stay healthy. I will block a punt. You know, just stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just manifesting, you know, things that I want to accomplish. That's crazy. And, and early in the year, every every week, it was uh, be a leader. And, you know, to, you know, get that that actual, you know, uh, C on my jersey and, like, certified leader, you know, that, that means a lot. That's something I've been striving for. You know, on this team, since I walked in, you know, I wanted to be a leader on this team. 
And, you know, to say I did that, you know, that is really cool. Yeah, it's it's nice to see the hard work get validated at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I have a question, though, on your goal board. Did you have I will block a punt before any of the games? Every game. Every game. Every game. <laughs> what is, what every goes game. into it? Like, what is the art of being able you're there at the right time when you yeah, need to be? It, it, to be honest, it, the, the, the margin is so thin, too, because, for one, you know, you have to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, we, we're, uh, we're all professionals, so, you know, obviously – they're doing their best to get the punt off. So, you know, you have teams get the ball off really quick. And then, you know, so it's it's a lot of a lot of stuff goes into it. But like once you get into that, like that moment where like you have that chance to block it and you like did everything else right. And it's just you and a punter, like it's a thin margin of where your hands got to be. You know, like what which way does he like to kick it? Because if he like say you're running left and he likes to kick it right, you know, then you totally go miss the ball. So like it's a whole bunch of stuff that play into it. And it's like. You know, being able to have those practice reps uh, throughout the whole year, because I'm I'm pretty the, the first block punt against the Giants that I had, mm-hmm. we've been practicing it for weeks. We actually tried it in the game, and I ran into uh, I ran into DJ uh, trying to do it. So then we you know fixed some stuff, tried to try it a different way, and been repping it since like I would say week. Whenever we played the the Bears. Wow. We, the first time we've yeah. been repping it since it's like then. Four or five, week, like week that. four yeah. or five, yeah. yeah. So we've been repping that for a while. So for it to actually play like when it when the moment came, like it was like second nature. Like I didn't even flinch. Like I did, did the rep, got through, boom, there it go. Same thing with the uh the the Green Bay, something we've had in for a while, you know, and I've been telling I've been telling her like, yeah, you call it, it's gonna be a block. He just so happened to call it at the right time and it was. So, you know, it's just time on tasks. With stuff like that, you know, practicing, you know, and then taking practice to the game, you know, that 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 was big. Speaking of hat, I passed him by in the hallway today on the way to your special teams meeting. He had like, I don't know, like a present in his hand or something. And then he had <laughs> yeah, like uh, his speaker box on wheels. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to a meeting. What is going on in this <laughs> <Yeah>. meeting? <laughs> he has a speaker. He plays music in every meeting. We always constantly have music playing. Uh, today we, uh, we, we went over our... 2022 regular season stuff, you know, that we tried to accomplish. Some people got some awards, which oh, is why nice. you see the box. Nice. Yeah, so we have some people uh, got some awards, you know, for accomplishing certain things throughout the year. He really so, yeah. knows how to galvanize yeah, a group. Yeah, he, he's a great coach. Yeah, he, he's a definitely a great leader. Uh, you know, we all, you know, cling to him. You know, we like, we, we want, you know, his, his, you know, his words to, you know, reach us in a, in a way that's going to impact the game. So, you know, yeah, he definitely done a great job inserting himself into this team, you know, becoming, you know, one of those coaches that, you know, you need anything, you go in the hat, you know, to either juice you up, you know, keep you calm, anything, you know, hat, hat, hat got it. Well, you guys got a big game on Sunday. Yeah, we do. Playoff game, Giants, a team that you just prepared for. So mm-hmm. you, you feel like you probably know this team mm-hmm. very well. How do you think this week will be like it? Or, or what, do you, what do you think this game will be like? Yeah, I mean, when you uh, talk about, you know, going to a first playoff game, but then you talk about, you know, playing a team that you just played less mm-hmm. than a month ago. Yeah, I think this game is going to this week is just going to come down to like the key details, the small things, the little things. You know, we we both know each other well. We both played each other. You know, we haven't played too many games in between. So, you know, we we both going to have a good sense of, you know, what each other likes to do. So it's going to come down to who can be more detailed, who can play harder, who can, you know, play longer, you know. So I, I think, you know, it's going to come down to like those inner things, you know, mm-hmm. not like, oh, is does this scheme work or does, you know, is this play going to work? But like, do I want it more than the other guy across from me? So, you know, yeah. I think it's going to come down to us playing as hard as we can for four quarters, 
and seeing where the ball rolls. You know, if I if I had to put money on it, which I obviously can't do as an NFL employee, <laughs> but if I had to, I feel like it would come down to a one score game. But I, yeah. but I, for my cardi my cardio sense, I really hope it hope doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no, I hope it Especially doesn't. Especially these past three years, yeah, had too many one score games. But mm-hmm. I, I have faith in us. If it does come down to a one score game, I like I think us. So. so I think so. It's it's that battle tested mantra you guys have been saying all all season long. Like, yeah, you know, doubt us all you want, but we have fought adversity this entire season and proven that put in those situations, we can end up on the right side mm-hmm. of things. Because the season ago, that wasn't the case. It was not the case. No. I think we had probably, I think we had 12 one-score games a season ago and maybe one, two out of those. And for us to be 11-0 in one-score games this year just shows, you know, how much, you know, the guys in this building, you know, uh, want to win. And, uh, you know, I think that pays a lot to, you know, our leadership, our vets, you know, uh, we, we're hungry and we're coming for a lot. Well, the fans are hungry, too. They can't wait to see you guys <laughs> at U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday. 3.30 kick. Uh, thank you so much to the new captain of the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> Josh Metellus. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Tatum. A big thank you to the Vikings captain, Josh Metellus, for joining the podcast. Playoff football begins this weekend when the Vikings host the Giants in the wild card round on Sunday, 3.30 on Fox. But even before kickoff, there are several things to get you ready to paint the town purple. And uh, if you want to grab a notebook, I highly suggest that because fill out your calendars like I do, a weekly planner, because there's a lot going on. On top of our regularly scheduled programming, which will continue throughout the playoffs, Gabe will be at Friday Football Feast this week. Roseville. That's always a good one. Never been. Oh, okay. I think it's because I feel like I've been to Roseville like three times. How far is it from here? Uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, okay. it's not too bad. Roseville B-Dubs is great. Uh, Roseville, the kind of the Rosedale area in general, and that's actually the one that I used to go to a ton when it first opened because I used to live in kind of North Metro. And um, oh, I was going to say you go to Friday Football Feast? No, um, actually, I did go to a Friday Football Feast years ago pre-feast. It was PA used to do the same kind of thing where he would jump okay. around to to different locations. And um, when I was a Rube prior to working here years and years and nice. years ago, I actually showed up and got a t-shirt from the wow. old uh, PA go. show. So, See, yeah. that's how you know Jay is a real Rube. Oh, for sure. That's how you know we have some Rube on the I show. I got my Rube cred. We're good. Yeah, we got the, cr- the, <laughs> got the card. card, got the credential, got the t-shirt. Got I'm the nice. lanyard. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you feel like you are a rube, there are a lot of lot of events this week, including the Miller Lite Bar Tour, which is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. One stop per day, 630 to 830. You can come by and win Vikings playoffs tickets. You can win free swag, participate in live interviews with current players and legends. Gabe, I think you will be there Tonight, Tuesday. Yep, Cowboy Jacks in Bloomington. That's right. Then the I'll be at Thursday, Cowboy Jacks in Plymouth. And then Friday, I uh, Wednesday's in Rogers and Friday's in St. Paul. But to get all the full information on those details of the events, go to Vikings Facebook page. Also, every night on Fox 9, you can catch either Gabe and I, as well as the rest of the Fox 9 sports crew from 6.30 to 7 for Vikings Live Wild Card Week. And we expect to have some live interviews with players there in person. So it's going to get wild. It is going to get wild. Not as wild, though, maybe. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but it won't be as wild as the Purple Friday Fan Rally at the Mall of America. In the Rotunda from 5 to 7, you can celebrate the NFL playoffs as we kick off the Wild Card Weekend with the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders, the Skull Line, and Vikings legends, as well as Gabe and I and Paul Allen. He will also be there. Those are always like fun. like emceeing the event. 
those are always insanely fun because it's just you know yeah, everyone photo ops exactly so like everyone can just kind of get together in a space and and uh, rub out for a little bit and just try to cheer on this team and and kind of you know st- kick off the weekend and, and get the fervor going for Sunday afternoon. I've heard only good things about it. I can't um, wait. I think it was 2019. It might have been. It was, it was either 17 or 19. Director of production operations Skip Kruger said that it was about 8,000 people what? at yep. the Mall of America yeah. in the rotunda. So, and the it, it was like four floors up and it was just um, a, a sight to see. So I'm, I'm expecting it to be um, a lot crazier than what it was and should be a lot of fun. That is cool. I have only ever been to the Rotunda for like Skullline and NBC tryouts, which I always think is quite a crowd considering it's not something that like fans really pay to, so much attention to as like a playoff run. Yeah. And so this will be pretty cool. Uh, I think anytime you can, you know, showcase something in the Mall of America is so cool, first of all. Um, be fun. And then if you can't make it to any of those events, uh, there is a chance to join in our statewide skull chant. If you submit your video of a team, your classroom, school, youth group, anything of that nature, doing the skull chant to cheer on the Vikings in the playoffs, as long as you use the hashtag as one A.S. O-N-E and tag at Vikings so we can see your excitement. Be a part of the statewide skull chant. And I got one last thing to tell you. I know I told you to grab a notebook and I meant it. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings Foundation is going to be selling limited edition Dreamathon style shirts at the home game on Sunday. They're in person sales only. The proceeds benefit the foundation's mission and the work of the Vikings table. The game day sales info you can get shirts if you don't have tickets at the Longhouse pregame. But if you do have tickets, you can also get them at the Minnesota Vikings kiosk in section 101. So I think that clears off my list of business items to get to, guys. Yeah, as one, we 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 get to (laughs) we uh, figure this thing out. But yeah, hopefully, uh, Vikings fans will come out and just enjoy this time. It's a it's a special time. We're one of fourteen teams that can say we're in the playoffs. So uh, enjoy it while we enjoy the moment. I love that for sure. Pre-game early, pre-game often. Enjoy it. Make it a whole uh, week celebration. Absolutely. Because the fun, hopefully, the fun won't stop. That's the goal. That that is the goal. Yeah. Get it from this point forward. It's uh, every day. Enjoy it every day. Kind of cherish the fact that you get to celebrate this way and get to participate. And um, you know, I think this is something that every team looks forward to, and hopefully sustaining it. And uh, I think this is hopefully the beginning of a run for this organization to keep going this way. But uh, all we got is what's in front of us, and you just got to keep keep the hope and keep the faith and uh, cheer as loud as you can every chance you get. Indeed, indeed. Well. All that starts on Sunday for the Wild Card Weekend playoff game against the Giants. Again, you can watch that on Fox at 3.30. If not, hope to see you at the stadium on Sunday. Lifetime, the official athletic country club of the Minnesota Vikings, has something for every member of your family. Get your family going today at lifetime.life forward slash kids.